So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan all while having fun and making a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Vegan Fitness Secret Podcast. And guess who's back? If you don't hear Fritz Horst. <laughs> yes, it's because who's back? Chiara and me, head coach, senior coach, back for a dual podcast episode. And I was uh, already looking forward to talk to you. Uh, me too. And we have a lot of good stories to share, as always. Uh, you know, we are down in the trenches doing the, the good work. And um, yeah, I think we, we have a lot of experience and a lot of tips to share all the time, right? Yes, I think so. And especially today, as you said, like, um, it's really us talking from the trenches because what we're going to do basically to already let you know is today we're going to share four weight loss journeys or general journeys from our clients with you guys um, with ups and downs they might face some troubles they might have um, adjustments we maybe needed to make or maybe are still making and I think probably everybody can really take something away from that here so we're going to really share like two journeys from Kiara's clients two journeys from my clients and I'm already yeah pumped to share with you real life stories and real life solutions for our clients that try everything right until they came to us and finally found the success 100 and yes and i also think at least um when we think about it, I, i personally think that maybe people then can take away that in a good way that it often takes longer than they think maybe i think that might be a takeaway for some of the listeners But also what can actually be done. I think that is great hope for a lot of people because um, the people I'm going to share, they might be older than what some think, right? We often have people who are maybe ends of their 20s, mid 30s kind of, but sometimes people use stuff as an excuse. And I think um, our stories today will hopefully also open some eyes. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you because... Yeah, it's not um, it's not something that you can achieve in one day. It's the same thing. If you eat one salad one night, you know yeah. you're not gonna you're not going like immediately wake up and feeling the difference. So keep motivated and and give it the time that it needs. It's, it's so so essential in this journey. Oh yes, hundred percent. Yeah, I think um, if you want to go ahead and and then start with the first journey, because um, uh, as you guys, listeners, like we also did not tell each other those stories before. So it will be super interesting for you and me too, I think. Yes, the, we have our own, you know, lives behind the screen <laughs> and, you know, every week uh, different issues to solve and different strategies to think. Um, you know, we're not following, we're following a, a, a science and a program where it works, but every single client is different and every everybody starts from different, from different stages. So I think I want to um yeah feature two two stories one is um the typical uh, skinny fat vegan uh she uh, she's a woman she started already from a good point i mean uh, most women would will be happy with the physique she had and um you know she wanted to actually tone up and really get the the abs popping uh, but also was suffering with um with hormonal dysfunctions like i did with pcos 
And for me, this was a very exciting, you know, client to have. And then I have a different client that I want to feature that uh, actually started from a much different body weight. And, um, but at the same time was really, really successful and struggled with something different, which was sugar cravings. Um, mm. So really, I want to talk a little bit about the, the up and down. So I'm going to start with the first story. Uh, because, uh, you know, everybody gets really, really excited uh, to get started in the program. They really work so hard to change their lifestyle from morning to evening, from the breakfast, from how much they drink, how they schedule their day. And with this client, uh, with PCOS, was a really, really uh, amazing start. And we were dropping a lot of body fat and feeling strong, uh, like really, really quickly. Uh, but her, yeah, her down moments were when she got sick. She kept getting sick from something unrelated to the gym. So like infections and, um, you know, being sick uh, from, you know, a cold and then got COVID and all these things were really, really um yeah upsetting her because she felt she was wasting time losing time and this was a big challenge to actually get through because um you once you start seeing results you want more right we are all like this especially if you tried everything and yeah. by everything i mean eating less and doing cardio right mm-hmm. um and then to finally see results uh it was really hard for me and for her to to have to hold it uh, for this but eventually we focus on other things on cooking better foods and uh, that was just the mental uh, support that she needed in that time to actually stay consistent and not lose interest keep talking to me keep showing up for herself tracking everything and the moment she got healthy again it was just explosive. She was craving going to the gym. She was craving exercise. She was craving walking. And we had amazing results um, with body fat loss. And we were able to increase calories by 300 uh, only in a short time and keep losing body fat. And she was absolutely, really, really so happy. And um, yeah, big part also of our community in sharing her results. Yeah, sounds awesome. Uh, sounds like uh, now she's living the life. That's how it sounds to me. <laughs> she's getting there. She wants more every time, which I love. Uh, mm. I ask her all the time to drink big. And uh, that's what we're doing together. And I really love to see her so dedicated and so uh, successful because, um, mm. yeah, we love seeing our clients happy, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> that's why we do it, uh, what we do it for. And it's also, I think... Um, Sometimes it's hard for me to, because we are the coach, we are also the one who is now recording that podcast. But um, also, I sometimes think um, how inspiring some of those stories likely are when you are a listener, because I like that also it's relatable, right? Like it's, as you said, we have our real lives, the, these clients, they have their lives, the stories, their families, their jobs, their people around them. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm eager to uh, jump into my story if you, if you don't have anything else Absolutely. to add. Absolutely, go for yeah. it. <laughs> Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, the first story I want to actually talk about is um, I picked that one because, again, I kind of um, hope that that might be for some relatable and for others also hopefully eye-opening. And maybe it shows them that people often are full of excuses because um, I'm now 36 and I have people um, around me, let's just say they're around my age, maybe plus minus four years old or older or younger and they often already use age as an excuse and i call that bs right because like um, you can achieve pretty much almost everything a part of course hey 
if you already have some pre-existing hard serious injuries you might not become the next sprint world record holder or something but um there's so much more you can do and um, the client i'm going to talk about james um when he came to us first of all um now he's already with us for a little longer than two years and actually um, out of the right reasons not because he did not achieve what he wanted to um because we are still fine-tuning stuff so when he came he was um about 200 pounds heavy and almost 60 years old i think it was 58 just turned 58 i'm not exactly sure but 58 so age again is not an excuse here um and okay what we did is when we started he did not do any strength training also had not much experience or at all experience with strength training um always used to play golf is also a father of two and yeah we kind of I set up a good routine for him, also created um, a meal plan. And I think also that meal plan probably was eye-opening for him at the start because I think that he realized that he can eat way more than he thought. Um, and within about 11 months to now drop the bomb, basically, within 11 to 12 months, we dropped 60 pounds, right? So um, went from 220 pounds down to 160 pounds and um, was a night and day difference, a night and day difference in how he feels how yeah his family sees him um i think he also realized and said that once we like we added years to his life right like because um think about just the difference in a bmi when you are 60 pounds leaner than before and um but now what i wanted to share because i think that's interesting too is that now what happens from here right first of all what was important is we could have probably done that a little faster, but we shouldn't have. And that is important. I take my time with people. There is science behind it. There is experience behind it. Why we don't want to drop weight fast. I know that psychologically, that's what people want. Probably if I would ask you right now and you want to drop 60 pounds and you need to drop them, you would be happy if it can happen in two days <laughs> or yeah. three weeks. But um, it's just not realistically and especially it's not sustainable. The journey sucks and you would probably hate every single day of your life until then. And we actually, how we did it was pretty, pretty enjoyable. So he enjoyed it. He was happy. He didn't suffer to lose that weight. And the most important is how we are maintaining that because um, some listeners maybe know, sometimes clients maybe know that we also have multiple pro programs, right? Like in our later advanced stages, also evolution is a, a big crucial part of people's journeys because we want to sustain what they achieved and build on that even. So, um, and with James, we face a bit of struggles and that is actually a pretty common thing is that people don't always change their behaviors, right? Like you might still have habits ingrained in you that don't serve your new self. You might now drop 60 pounds, but maybe still you tend to, oh, on the weekends I do drink or um, when I'm on a trip with my uh, buddies, whatsoever, I kind of escalate for a couple of days. And at some point we kind of found him gaining weight back. And um, after he was pretty honest with the feedback he gave me, um, I just realized, okay, that in order to sustain that new body weight, we also need to have some strategies in place which allow for a healthy lifestyle but that also allow for, yeah, having, being able to enjoy yourself, right? Because I think people oftentimes might think that with fitness, you can never drink, you can never do this, or you can never do that. And if you do want to include some drinks in your life, that's okay too. You just got to find a way so that it does not bring back your weight. And what we at some point did is after a bit of a diet break, we talked about, had some calls and found a strategy, which currently is for him 
working very, very well because he's now maintaining that weight for over half a year while we are improving his performance on the pitch, basically, and in the gym. And that is basically, I have him fast two times a week. Um, so that is once we usually pick two days. They are not supposed to be on consecutive days. It's just like, let's just say on a Tuesday, you might fast from dinner to dinner or breakfast to breakfast the next day. So basically you do eat every day, but um, you fast twice a week for around 20, 24 hours. And that is actually a very lifestyle friendly way to be able to enjoy himself and to yeah, live his new life to the fullest. And I'm so happy still working with him and now improving the performance and um, yeah, having to found to having found a way basically that allows him to maintain it because that was something he did drop weight before, before he was with us, but he was never able to maintain it. And I think that is the big, big crucial thing here. A lot of people, they might, you lose weight, but why is yo-yo dieting out there? How many people have been jumping from program to program and maybe lost a bit of weight here, lost a bit of weight there, but have never been able to maintain it? Hence why they need to jump on the next program, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the percentage for, you know, people who regain the weight after a, a diet is 80%, right? So yeah, I think it's, higher, yeah. it's, it's the majority. So if yeah. you are able to maintain it or keep or, or keep losing the weight, that you are in a minority uh, that is doing the things uh, correctly. So yeah, that's amazing because you're you really look into his lifestyle and instead of forcing something that, uh, you know, is more traditional, you actually look for something that will work for him, uh, especially. And yeah, it seems that it works really well. Yes. Yeah, it does. And, and it's fun, right? As you said, we find solutions, we find ways for every individual person because everybody is different and has different lifestyles and might needs a different approach. And even I like to often say that even that approach might needs to, um, change over time because you I think it's a big important skill to have as a coach is to know that what works now might not does not work for a month from now and then we find a different solution yeah I feel I feel the same it feels it feels like um, routine is good until it's boring uh, or it doesn't work anymore and then it, it gets exciting again to make another plan so uh, always keeping the same routine and never changing anything is, is not going to um, yeah, to be exciting and it's not yeah. going to be, I mean, even with you, right, you just recently restarted running, right? Mm -hmm. And you started a new routine as well. Uh, I'm also here. I have a new routine now that I have a dog. So that means we're going to, you know, play fully run and sprint outside, which is a new thing for me, which I haven't mm -hmm. done in a, in a long time. Um, so yeah, great job for, for doing that. And we, yeah, really happy to see that, um, yeah, somebody even at, at 60 can really lose how much? 30% of his body? Weight? Yeah, it's uh, actually like 60, 60 pound drop from a 220 wow. pound weight, right? Like, wow. So it's, um, yeah, it's amazing. That's amazing. This is what I also hope for the clients I mentioned, my, sec my second example. Uh, uh, we, we start very, very busy woman uh yeah very busy family high you know demand job high paid job as well which is great which means you know you have to perform and maybe being 
you know, too long calories and, and trying to do also this plan at the same time is not a good idea, but she was super, super successful at the beginning and still is uh, until like a few weeks ago where I saw, okay, the scale is not moving that much. And, you know, I was just, uh, you know, checking in and stuff. Okay, is everything okay? You know, I see like in the last couple of weeks, we have some struggles. And then finally she opened up and she said, yes, I've been struggling a little bit with the sugar and, you know, have I, uh, you know, when once I start eating sugar, I cannot stop. And I don't know you, but I, I have the same, and most of my female friends have the same. I don't know if you ever had a phase in your life like that. Uh, but mm, yeah, partially, partly, I think too. <laughs> I feel like women are more susceptible to this for two reasons the first one is we go through our period and maybe we're in week three where we are required to you know have more sugar in our blood to create progesterone for the period to come and uh, the other one is i don't know your experience niels but my experience is women are much more used to restricting calories than men are if I, you know, tell somebody, okay, you're being hungry, it's okay, you know, like just go through one more day, a woman will say, yeah, absolutely. You know, we're just much, much more used to it um, because we've been restricting all, all our life. And this was the case, right, where she said, yeah, you know, I, I'm feeling these sugar cravings, I'm being hungry, but you said, you know, to be in these calories, so I will be in these calories. I said, okay, thank you for telling me this is the feedback I need. Let's increase calories because having cravings every day for sugar means you know you're lacking energy so of course we have to increase and the moment we increase calories it just went away right and mm -hmm. yeah this was a an amazing um yeah feedback from her a big struggle that could have turned into something really really poor uh and instead you know by changing something which was giving more calories we we could really get away from it and yeah this makes me so happy so i think she's also on the way to the 60 pounds weight loss um not sure if i'm gonna match that because it's very impressive <laughs> um but uh she's definitely on her way and um yeah this is something i wanted to share because I know most women have this kind of uh, periods in which they have uh, more sugar cravings. I can tell you I had one two days ago. Uh, so I can definitely understand how they feel. But um, yeah, in this in this journey, it can happen. And then maybe it's better to take a look at how many carbs we're eating, how many calories we're eating, our activity, our sleep, if we're doing all these things correctly. And yeah, talk with a coach or a professional that can fix it for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for sharing. I love it because um great example of where more restriction would have caused more damage and not created more results, right? Yeah. So that's kind of what I really like because as you said, I, I do think, yes, that women probably are do more, more um yeah, used to be fine with nah, it's just a salad for me, right? Like I'm I can sit it out, it's totally fine. And um not always the answer is less calories, more movement. And so yeah, she can be happy that. She have, has you, right? So um, yeah, that's my mission. Good times ahead. <laughs> I want all women to eat any food, as much <laughs> yes. food as they can, while yeah. being lean. That is my life goal after suffering <laughs> for so many years. Niels, you can literally Google diet for women and it will come up as a, mm -hmm. a 1,200 calories, you know, diet. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's that's my mission in life. Get all the women to eat as much Let's as they can. Go. <laughs> Let's lean. go. Let's <laughs> go. 
I love it. Yes. But it's, it's true. Really. Like I also sometimes have that when you probably had that too, when you start people and they sometimes say, yeah, but this many calories am I supposed to eat? Because my fitness pal said X, Y, Z, right? Like, and often the, the, the amount they then um, tell me is like way too low for them. As you just said, kind of like I had um, males, for example, um, saying that like, I know I, how much I need to eat about 16 to 800 calories. And I'm like, hell no. Like you need a, <laughs> at least 400 more than that to lose weight we are talking and not to maintain your weight. <laughs> I don't know where all this in, this misinformation comes from. It's, it's it's really strange because nobody wants to hear this, you know? Like there's no demands, uh, you know, for this information where it's like, oh yeah, give me something the most restrictive possible. Um, mm. So I'm glad that you also have this, uh, this opportunity to change uh, somebody's life for the best. Yeah. Like, yes, eat up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, actually your, your last story, like, um, ties pretty good or at least i think it's a um yeah a good example for what i'm wanted to share with my uh, next client basically with my um last story to share for the day which i hope already by now some of you are inspired or can relate is um uh next client robert and um what you kind of said with why i said okay more restriction would have haven't been better here and basically i think the story or the the, the um takeaway maybe for these last two stories i think will be more isn't always better because um, the next example here is um, Robert came to me about 44 years old, um, also a father, also kind of, as you just said, in a very high paid and very high demanding job position where he um, needs to take care actually of a lot of people. Um, so working probably, I don't know, something around 10 to 12 hours a day and um, 260 pounds heavy which is also quite the start weight so definitely he saw the urge to drop weight and um here it wasn't that much about food actually where he was restricting him to self what he was doing compared to james who did not have any strength training experience before um robert actually had and not just experience he was actually doing way too much like i'm talking way too much because um of course when you are not a client of us you don't know how is the process right like we um have you fill out a form we look at your body type we look at your body fat we look at your age your height your activity levels we have you maybe talk through us about what you previously did and when i reviewed his old training plan um i was like this is way too much. Like really, I'm, now I, unfortunately I can't show it, but I can just like make my voice hopefully portray to you that that was way too much. It was, um, for example, one session for him and he had four of those sessions per week. And one of those sessions was already, already as much volume almost as I would do. And I'm training for seven years now um, on two sessions. So it was just way too much volume. So we're talking about concepts here like junk volume, you're exceeding your maximum recoverable volume, you are um, basically blasting your muscle groups, which is not as effective instead of having a bit of a higher frequency, maybe with a lower volume, and a bit of a higher intensity. So um, when I convinced him that it's too much, actually, within the I think within two weeks with my plan that I gave him, we started drop weight like clockwork. And I'm talking on pretty high calories too, right? Mm -hmm. Like it was a modest four to 500 calorie deficit. And um, now we are, I think, just a tad bit over five months into the program. And he already is down from 260 pounds to 225 pounds, right? Mm -hmm. um, so we did a bit of a diet break 
And now we are back to cutting as he's also uh, in evolution now, as I kind of said, which is important. People oftentimes do that. They get their initial results and then they see, okay, it does make sense. I have more goals. I'm not here yet. I want to make that stuff sustainable. And um, now we are keep cutting until we are happy with the level of leanness he is. And then my plan for him is to have a bit of reverse dieting and a lean book, but that's already, I'm getting ahead of me. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he's listening and he already knows. Oh yes. Nice. We do have a book planned. Um, So no, but I wanted to share that because I think really a good takeaway is not always more is better. And things are high. They're just very individual. It's not always, okay, Google this, take that. It's like, Stuff needs to be for you. And I think that's very important because you have your own struggles, your own life. Uh, Yes. And also, you know, I find very interesting sometimes when we have new clients like this and we go through the initial phase of screening and planning for them. Um, sometimes you, I don't know if you have this, I'm always worried of like, okay, actually they're doing something, you know, they, there's a problem, like, cause everybody's like, oh, I have a stubborn this, or I have this mm-hmm. problem and nothing worked. Right. And sometimes I, I do feel for them. I'm like, okay, maybe they did try everything. And then you look, um, effectively of what they've been eating and what, how they've been training. And you're like, no, no, no. Okay. I know how to help you. And that's, that's definitely a good feeling, but um, yeah, I'm really happy that you could convince him because I'm sure that his quality of life also improved with not having to train so heavily every day. Yes, too. Yes. That's also a point, right? Like that um, some people might think that the workout needs, you need to suffer. I think that's the thing people often still have the feeling of um, maybe CrossFit or bootcamp or whatever makes you feel or think that, or whatever type of influencer, um, is doing backflips and burpees between two chairs <laughs> and you yes. might think oh that's the type of stuff i need to do to lose weight but it's actually not it's actually not so uh, it, it is true though i mean i don't know you but i always wonder how did you get this this you know misconception and it's never like really a, like a big research it's always like social media or i'm following this person or i had a coach mm. that made me do this and yeah sometimes i get really sad because it, it makes also you know, people to lose a little bit of trust in, in all the coaches <laughs> being, having, you know, having experienced a bad coaching experience and then having to trust again, right? This is a very tough part mm-hmm. uh, that I experienced, especially with my women clients where, you know, it's like, okay, I, but I already tried this, you know, it's not going to work and you, you have to reassure them to, to go that way. So uh, do you mm-hmm. also feel this is a big part of your, of your work where you have to, kind of you know explain like really well in detail and uh, convince uh, you know somebody to really trust the process mm-hmm. yes yeah um, it's maybe not with everybody but it's uh, often too like um, I think it's also okay right like I want them to trust me of course and it's fine with me if it takes a while but of course hopefully they are open which is important right um, but as you said before you said um why is that stuff even out there? There's no demand for it. I think, yeah, that's that, like nobody wants that wrong information and that, that nonsense, nonsense BS fitness advice or diet advice. But unfortunately, I think it's just because um, the internet is like kind of a, a curse and a blessing these days, but everybody now could have a blog or could just post something and say something. And this is how to lose weight. And this is how to gain muscle. And this is how to get toned or whatsoever. Um, There are, and I'm not meaning that to talk down on anybody because, Hey, if you maybe are 17 and your 
purpose in life is helping people get fit and you already know that, then that's great. But what I mean is you can just look through Instagram and you see 16, 17, 18 year old people who claim to be a strength coach who, hey, that's my online coaching link and apply. And um, I don't know where they got their degree from yet when they are 16. <laughs> I don't know where they got their experience from and um, who they help transform and how they can relate to a 39 or 52 year old family dad or mom or whatsoever. Um, again, it's not to talk down on people. It's just really that you also need to look for who is that? Who's coaching me? Do these people have the results, right? Like, um, are these people maybe around my age? Doesn't always need to be, but look at us, for example, check our Instagram, vegan coaching, check Fritz IG, check the transformations we have, check our trust pilot, right? Like, I think um, we really walk the talk. Yes. You know, I, I want to share this quick, quickly, because this is something that touched me like really, really personally. I was following of course, on YouTube, actually, the girlfriend of a very, very, very popular YouTuber, I think we mentioned one time in, in a call, and I remember following her and how lean she was and how strong she was and how amazing she looked, uh, you know, and uh, trying to, you know, look into uh, a day of eating, right? But after, I think, six months that I was, you know, randomly following her on, on social medias, I also saw that she was struggling, struggling a lot uh, with hunger. And she had this like, crazy hunger that she couldn't get in and eventually end up uh, doing this program called Going Only all in and eating back, eating everything she wanted for a year, gaining back 50 pounds, 50, 60 pounds, which is a lot on her frame where she could have just reversed diets, <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking, you know, this person is, you know, out there reaching millions of people on YouTube because she's great at video editing. She's got a bubbly personality and, you know, she has a nice body right now, but she has completely missed the huge part of you know coming out from a diet as we are talking today right the 80 percent of people that are failing and that was an eye-opening for me what is like okay it's not mm -hmm. about you know the quality of the video is really like the experience and how many times have you done this you've coached hundreds of clients now nias and same same with me right uh in in all the years of experience mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I I really trust our team to do a fantastic job with the clients, and um, it's good to to know that we are always ready to fix these up and downs, and we have tons of different strategies, and even collaborate with one another right to to fix um, some issues if that's the case. Yes, hundred percent. So I think that that's probably also a good um probably a good way to close this episode is on um I think is that. Hopefully, first of all, you could really either relate or get inspired to um, at least one of those stories we shared, if not, hopefully even all of them. But also um, a takeaway could be for you that um, if you are maybe on the fence and uh, I'm not sure if coaching is for you or maybe have been coached and uh, have problems with trust now, um, of course, the same way you would not reach to out to somebody for financial advice who's broke, right? Like you want to um, see the work of people, what they've been already producing. So check us out, as I said. Um, if you want to jump on a call, hey, vegancoaching.com is out there. Check the IGs, uh, listen to multiple podcast episodes here. Also, I think expose yourself to the good content would be my main takeaway for you. Um, and then, of course, we would love to see you with us. And before I let you 
have the last word here. I'm already saying goodbye and hopefully have a good day. So yeah, you said everything perfectly. And yeah, the last thing I wanted to add is that, um, yeah, we have a revamped website where you can find uh, all these um, uh, transformations and video and testimonials as well from our clients, as well as our new Facebook page, right, Niels? Um, yes. It's the Secret Fitness Plants. Yes, plant-based fitness vegan secrets, secrets. Uh, on Facebook. So if you want to just dip your toe in our community, that's free for you to join and um, yeah, see what we are up to. Exactly. Amazing. Thank you, Niels. Uh, great podcast. And yeah, see you soon. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.